common problem that I see with a lot of business owners is that they probably don't have the background. Like I spent a career as a salesperson. If you if you spend a long time as a salesperson, you know how to, you know, uh, talk about product features and benefits, build rapport, and create an opportunity for people to purchase from you and ask for the order and things like that. If you come into business and let's say you were a bricklayer and then you decide to open a brick laying company, a lot of times you don't have that background of closing the sale. And then a lot of business owners, let's say you start a, an insur- as an insurance agent. Well, you probably know how to work with referrals, right? People who come in and your aunt said, oh, my nephew or my niece is a new insurance agent. You should go talk to him and get a free quote. That's great. And referrals are easy because they come to you from someone that they know and trust. And so that built-in rapport is already there. Now, when you're working with a lead, someone who maybe came in through your website or someone who came in um, because of a a presentation you gave or someone who you just met in random, uh, those leads are much different than, say, uh, a referral. Okay, and one of the biggest things that's different about them is that they they need nurturing. They're not automatically sold. And I'm not saying that because you get a referral, they're automatically going to do business with you, but they're way more likely to than a cold lead that came in from some other source. So um, I want to talk today about some of the steps you need to take to get someone who's a lead from cold to hot and buying. Okay, so. This is sales training 101, it's very basic, but if you don't have a strong sales background, this might be just what you need. So the first thing you need to do is build rapport and trust. People do business with people they know and trust, so it helps to find common beliefs, it helps to get to know them, what do they like to do, maybe you share some uh, you know, share some hobbies, something like that, but build rapport, get to know the person, get to like the person, and they'll probably like you, okay? Number two, Uh, Second thing is to identify their need or a goal or a pain point. Now, sometimes it might be easy, right? If you've got someone who's a, um, uh, back to my bricklayer example, and they're like, I need a brick wall built uh, by my house or a retaining wall or whatever, or I need a, a, a nice fancy mailbox built, whatever it is that you need done, that person already kind of knows their need. So now they're just looking for the best fit that fits in their, uh, what they're most interested in which is probably quality or price or a mixture of the two. But you need to identify what's going on. What are they looking for? Are they talking to other bricklayers? Um, What's most important to them? Are are they looking for the highest quality bricklayer that they can find? Are they looking for the cheapest? And you can decide which one of those you want to be. Um, But that's number two. Identify a pain point or a goal. Number three is then present your solution. Don't forget to do this part. It's easy to say, well, yeah, I'm a bricklayer. Of course I can uh, build a wall. Talk about what makes you different. So in a lot of my marketing training, I talk about identifying your who, which is your ideal client. For example, if that bricklayer, those two clients, the one who wants the cheapest versus the one who wants the best, if you've identified that you want to work with people who want the best, that's much different customer than the one who wants the cheapest. So know who you're talking to, identify your who. The second is know why. On, on the side where you're like, we're the best, you could talk about years of experience. You could talk about the products and materials you use, the things you do to ensure the quality is top notch. Um, so you want to present. You want to have some sort of sales pitch. 
And if you're uncomfortable calling it a sales pitch, call it something else. But it needs to be something where you teach, you teach the customer what makes you unique, different, and awesome. Um, so <clears throat> that's number three. Present your product and provide the solution, especially if you've identified really clearly the pain point that they have. Okay. Now, the fourth step is to explain what I call the four Ps. Um, you can call these whatever you want, but price, plan, package, and paperwork. This is where you're in the closing the sale uh, mode. If you're a person-to-person -person salesperson, then you've got to cover your price. How much is it going to be? The plan, usually when you're selling something, it comes with extra features, right? Or you're giving them a deal or a package or there's a special happening right now. So you want to cover how much it is. And I would always start with your regular retail price. And then if you have some sort of a plan or they're getting a bonus or they're you're throwing in something for free or there's a discount, then you can talk about the plan. Um, excuse me, the, the package. And then the plan is how they would pay for it. Um, so often giving customers a few different solutions is a really good closing approach. So I, you know, I like to say we take credit card or you can pay by check. What do you prefer? Um, or, you know, you can pay monthly or you can pay in full, which would be better for you. If you pay in full, we give a 3% discount because we don't have to pay the credit card company. Which one would you prefer? So that's your plan. Like how much you know, how am I going to pay for this? What are my options? We have financing. You can uh, you can finance this. You can put it on a credit card, or you can look at our financing options. Here, how, here's how that works. That's your plan, right? So you've got your price, uh, your package, your plan, and then of course paperwork. So paperwork, uh, I call it paperwork because I'm an old school salesman. But paperwork is basically, uh, do you want to do this, right? Do you want to get going? Um, can we get you signed up? Would you like to start today? Um, can I, you know, can I get you on the schedule? Those are things that are at the end. It's that close. It's that ask for them to sign on the dotted line and to do business with you. So um, that is the, the fourth step in a sales funnel. And that fourth piece is it marries with the fifth piece, which is close. Don't forget to ask for the money. Jerry Jones was the owner of the is the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, and he was asked his secret for business success. And this is what he said. He said, I believe there's five keys to business success. The first is to ask for the money. And the second, uh, I actually don't remember the rest of them. It's ask for the money. You've got to ask them to do it. And if you're new in business and you haven't done sales before, this might feel uncomfortable. And so I encourage you to come up with something you can say that is comfortable, that you can turn to every time. Um, a great one is, can we get you started? Can we get you signed up? Would you like to start? You can, you know, some people will critique and say, oh, you want to be strong and powerful when you say it. I honestly don't care. I just want you to start somewhere. Just say, would you like to do business with me? Would you like to purchase this? Can I, can I get, you know, you started? Can we get you on the schedule? Something like that where you're asking them to make a decision. As a salesperson, I always said, I can handle yes. I'm happy. I'm excited. I can handle no. Not excited, but I know what to do with a no. Move on, right? What I can't stand is maybe. So my goal with my presentation, anytime I'm doing something with someone, is to get them to a decision, a yes or a no. I don't care which one it is. They get to choose. Uh, I do care. I want them to say yes. But my point is I am doing it so that I get their, I want them to decide. I want to be able to move on after that, 
after that sale. I want to know this is now my customer and I get to start serving them or they're not interested. I get to move on. Maybe I can talk to them again later if they don't hate my guts or something. And so I can nurture them. But right now it's a no. Okay. Get to a decision. Those are the keys to um, understanding how to work with leads, not referrals. So if you're advertising and you're bringing in leads through your website, you need to use something like this. If you're you know, out networking and a friend of yours refers a, uh, somebody, you can still use these steps. It'll make your process much more powerful, but don't skip it. Don't assume that people are going to do business with you. A lot of times I'll talk to people and they say, oh, well, I got some leads, but it was, they, they weren't good. And I'm like, were they not good? Or do you not know how to funnel them in through the process and do the five steps to closing a sale? So um, work on that, write them down, get good at it, build rapport, identify a need, a goal or a pain point, present the product, provide a solution, use emotion, and then go through the four P's, price, package, plan and paperwork and close the sale. Good luck. <laughs>